Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us for the Unfrilled Talk podcast, where we have good, uncomfortable, solution-driven conversations on social and human capital, trauma, poverty, interpersonal, family, and organizational violence and leadership, and then some extra. We hope this podcast would spark enlightenment leading to action in all our lives. To get all episodes to your phone, subscribe to this podcast on Anchor, Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google, and Amazon Music. I am your host, Sharina Alexander-Benjamin. Come on in and take this journey with us as we venture on Unfrilled Talk. Welcome to Unfurled. I am your host, Shona Alexander Benjamin, where I share my point of views on social issues, interpersonal, family, and organizational violence, including personal growth and development. Sometimes I invite some guests on to hear their point of views on issues and matters that they are passionate about. So join me every week as I engage in unfrilling conversations for social change and transformation. Today, I begin my point of view by reading a poem called The Whipping by Robert Hayden. Oh, I forgot to tell you, I also have my tea. The old woman across the way is whipping the boy again and shouting to the neighborhood her goodness and his wrongs. Wildly, he crashes through the elephant ears, pleads in dusty zinnias, while she, in spite of crippling fat, pursues and corners him. She strikes and strikes the shrilly circling boy till the sticks breaks in her hand. His tears are rainy weather to wound like memories. My head gripped in bony vise of knees, the written struggle to wrench free, the blows, the fears, worse than blows that hateful words could bring. The face that I no longer knew or loved. Well, it's over now. It is over. And the boy sobs in his room. And the woman leans muttering against a tree, exhausted, purged, avenged, in part for lifelong hidings, she has had to bear. That's the whipping by Robert Hader. I grew up with two other young people in a violent environment. Our abusers manifested beastly behaviors behind closed doors, yet were well loved 
when they walked into their places of employment. When people visited, they left with beautiful tales about how well our abusers were treating us. In the stories of violence, so many people are victims, even those manipulated by the charisma of perpetrators. Charisma keeps perpetrators in good graces with those on the outside. So if the secret seeps out, those who have been manipulated will be more inclined to believe the perpetrator and side with them. Thus, the abuser has found another way to silence victims. One of the most volatile and caustic environments for a child is when parents and or guardians have not addressed their own trauma. Unaddressed trauma promotes generational, institutional, systemic, and situational violence. Added to this is an inability to identify and transform suppressed emotions. Suppressed emotions contribute to unhealthy relationships with self and others and enable a culture of violence. We live in a caustic, dehumanizing, and highly harmful culture of violence that spreads across all phases of life through evolving practices that enables a reverberation of violence, family dysfunction, and emotional disorientation. Violence continues to be veiled in systems of punishment and discipline within the home, school, community, church, and organizations. Many perpetrators of violence display what feels normal to them, for violence and harm have been part of their socialization. Why not move from punishment to conscious transformative consequences? Why not move from corporal punishment to conflict transformation? Why not move from violent responses to consciously addressing suppressed emotions? Why not move from fearing to address one's trauma to opening up oneself to facing one's fears, experiences of shame and oppression? Why not move from violence to nonviolence, power sharing, building healthy relationships and equity? Moving away from structures and ideologies of violence calls for acknowledging that we have all been violent at some point in our lives and that violence has caused harm. In addition, some may have to acknowledge that they have felt a sense of appeasement when manifesting violence against others and maybe even against themselves. Either we move towards transforming violent cultures and our experiences with violence 
to enabling nonviolent cultures and healthy relationships, or we continue to allow oppressive, intergenerational traumatic manifestations of violence that fosters pro-violent mindsets and promote violence to prison and adverse health pipelines. If we choose to facilitate violence, we would have failed ourselves, our ancestors, and our present generation. And the world's future will be left to repeat its past for the world would not have learned from the wreckage of violence. But I dare to dream, believe, and hope that we can make a difference together as we consciously and intentionally hold each other to account, call out acts of violence, and call up those who support violence directly and indirectly. But I dare to dream, I dare to believe, I dare to hope and intentionally progress and walk alongside others who also dare to dream and move beyond dreaming to acting for social change and transformation. So would you dream with me? Would you move beyond dreaming and will you join these unfurled conversations for social change and transformation. Have a great day. And remember, always keep a goal in mind and be intentional about your progress. Thank you for watching. Remember to like, subscribe, share. Right. Have a great one. You have been listening to Unfrilled Talk with Sherna Alexander Benjamin. Remember to subscribe, like, and share, and download our episodes. Be intentional because you can. Always keep a goal in mind and remember, building healthy relationships disrupt pathways to violence. Have a good one now. Until next time, be safe.